740 at DWS. Dave Gentry, Elizabeth Hess, local attorney Steve Beckett is out of town, but he's on the horn with us this morning. Steve, how are you? I am fine. How's the weather? It's nice right now, but they can't seem to uh, determine what it's going to do tonight and tomorrow. We're right on the edge of two systems, so good luck. Well, I think I'll wait a while before I come home. (laughs) That would be my move, Steve. Thank you. So, Steve, in the news this week, uh, topping the news for several days was, of course, the Austin bomber. Investigators have finished questioning the second roommate of the man they say spent weeks planting bombs around Texas' capital before using one of his own devices to blow himself up. Is this something now where they just have to be thorough and make sure that there weren't uh, assistance in this pursuit, or are they just still trying to figure out what happened and what was the motive? Well, I would say it's a little of both. Um, I think uh, given the rash of violent, um, you know, anti-society crimes that we are seeing in schools and with bombings and things like that, these acts of terrorism cause us to want to understand why people are acting the way they are to see if anything preventative can be done. But also, obviously, you have a responsibility in a criminal investigation to get everyone who uh, is involved even tangentially in the commission of that crime. And so naturally, the people that you've associated with and nowadays, by looking at uh, social media, uh, computer based cell phones, records and that sort of thing, uh, you can work backwards and try to see uh, who the individuals had contact with. So is this some way to get closure on a case as well then now that the main suspect is dead? Sure. Law enforcement wants to close a case and prosecution authorities want to close a case and make sure that everyone who could be criminally responsible is brought to justice and an investigation has as its goal. uh, And I think police officers will tell you that all the time. They want to close the case. They want to close the case by being solved. They don't want the case to be open, and they certainly don't want the case to be closed simply because of the passage of time. Well, this guy didn't leave any kind of, uh, you know, note or anything like that. He just, uh, he did leave some kind of a video on his cell phone and said how he did it, but that was about the extent of it. Well, that's one of the concerns about human behavior. Um, I think all of us um, get concerned that, just because someone appears to have led a normal life or what appears to be a normal life, that there's a side to that individual that we're not aware of and uh, sort of what makes the guy tick. Steve, everyone on both sides of the aisle, except for whom, doesn't want to fix gerrymandering. I'm talking about the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. The Republican majority leader is distancing himself. Some of the members want to impeach four Democratic state Supreme Court justices because they ruled in a congressional redistricting case. This is such a mess. Why aren't we just making clean lines? Why aren't we getting rid of gerrymandering? Um, Most likely because the people who are politically in power in any given jurisdiction just refuse to let go. I mean, we can talk about it at the local level. We can talk about it at the state level. We can talk about it nationally. Um, that partisanship in our country is at its worst fever uh, 
ever, ever. It's uh, it, it's pretty disturbing. I was reflecting on it the other day about the current uh, almost constitutional crisis that we have in Washington now versus when I was a beginning lawyer and we had uh, Watergate. And Watergate appeared to be a bipartisan um, notion. Uh, we had the Senate Select Committee and I remember, uh, even though, you know, I'm uh, a, a Democrat, being so impressed with uh, Howard Baker, I remember being in uh, Tennessee at a little college called Lambeth College, and Howard Baker was uh, was speaking there. And so I went to see him simply because I admired uh, the man, uh, you know, who obviously was a Republican, but who I felt had the right sense about justice uh, and politics. And I think those are the kind of leaders that we need to find now, because I think independent map proposals at a, at a state constitutional uh, or even by uh, federal legislation, if that were at all uh, possible, would be something that would be a solution to these kinds of problems. Stormy Daniels has a non-disclosure agreement. She wants to tell her story, and uh, Donald Trump's side is trying to stop her from telling her story on 60 Minutes. She said, you know what, I'll give the money back. Then can I talk? Can you break down exactly what a non-disclosure agreement keeps you from saying? Well, you know, in the context that I've worked in, it's never been in that kind of setting. It's usually been uh, associated with the settlement of a civil case. And so it may be a medical malpractice case uh, or um, some other uh, personal injury type case where the defendant uh, doesn't want to admit liability, doesn't want it to the payment of money to make it seem like they were wrong. And so as part of a settlement agreement, they will include language that neither party can disclose the details of the settlement. That's a little different than the situation here. This appears to be um, a, a, a settlement that has a, a political motivation for it uh, to try to uh, keep someone's political reputation alive and, and thriving. Uh, this particular non-disclosure agreement is troubling because it appears that all the parties didn't sign it. Um, in my experience under contract law, an agreement that is not signed uh, has difficult enforceability issues. You certainly can have oral agreements, which are not signed. And the fact that the $130,000 was paid would make you believe that there was some sort of agreement. So I don't think repaying the $130,000 solves the issue about whether or not there's uh, an agreement. Obviously, if the person wanted to and received $130,000, there must have been consideration for that, and the consideration would have been uh, to remain silent. On the other hand, you know, the sort of the public policy behind disclosure of this kind of uh, important information uh, may over overweigh this. And uh, certainly uh, you can't stop someone from going on 60 Minutes of being interviewed. The remedy for the president or his supporters is to take action after the speech has been made. So that would be the next steps is uh, file for libel or defamation of character or I mean, what's the next right. step? Right, right. But, and in essence, I think last fall during the presidential election, when uh, many individuals came forward and said that uh, the president had engaged in untoward acts with them, um, he, he threatened he was going to sue all of them for defamation. 
none of those lawsuits were filed. Uh, but in this situation, that may be something that he does. It seems to have been a pattern in his life uh, to use uh, the threat of lawsuits or actual lawsuits to try to control people. This uh, seems to have opened the floodgates, too. There have been uh, two other people have come out this week with claims against the president. <laughs> what do you think? Right, that- I, just, I just saw the, the story about the former Playboy buddy yeah. who, who claimed that she, he had actually offered to pay her money uh, for um, intimacy. I'm trying to be gentle here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're doing a fine job. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy world. Uh, I uh, you can't escape it. You know, I, I it's uh, my wife says, turn it off, turn it off. You know, it's just it's there every day. It's, it's hard everywhere. to turn away from it. It uh, is. You it know, is. the the third case is the one that seems to have all the uh, legal people up in arms about the gal who was uh, involved in the uh, uh, Miss Universe tournament who said that uh, they were offering to put her on the TV show and this and that and uh, reneged on that and they think they've got a real strong case there the way it sounds well obviously the promise of uh, future uh, benefit uh, could uh, amount to a, a level of damages that would make civil litigation uh, successful and often leads to settlements with non-disclosure agreements Hmm. all right well steve beckett thanks for your time this morning we appreciate it you bet see you guys next month all right take care all right we got more coming up on dw